Welcome to Because It's Tile, a podcast to help you understand the tile industry market in North America and the threats, trends, and opportunities within the marketplace. Listen as Rick Church, Executive Director of the Ceramic Tile Distributors Association, interviews tile industry leaders and creative professionals. And now, here's your host, Rick Church. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CTDA's Because It's Tile podcast. This is Rick Church, Executive Director of CTDA, and I'm here with a special guest today, Mike Ward, VP of Sales for Portobello America. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. Thanks. Um, exciting for us to have you as a guest today, Mike. You're our, uh, our first tile manufacturer guest on the podcast. I feel honored. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for participating. So as a way to kind of help our audience get to know you a little bit, kind of both personally and professionally, tell us a little bit about you, Mike. Tell us about your business background, maybe how long you've been in the industry and what's kind of led you to where you are now as VP of sales for Portobello America. That'd be great. Thanks. So I've been in the industry for 31, almost 32 years. I actually started with American Marazzi Tile out of college as a regional sales manager, and I was with them for seven years and covered three different regions throughout the United States as a regional sales manager. Um, I then joined EPC America, which was owned by Grestevals, a Spanish manufacturer, and then later Novarti, and I I joined them as their national sales manager, and I was with them until until 2008 um, when I joined Bellavita Tile. And I was with them as their VP of sales until 2019 when I joined Portobello. And, and my entire career has been with a manufacturer selling to independent distributors throughout the United States. So it was actually a perfect fit when I joined Portobello in 2019 as their factory project, which is under construction, um, centers on the independent distributor channel in North America. Yeah, that's great. So... Um... First, thank you for that little bit of history. And of course, I've known you for a number of years because of your involvement selling to independent distributors. Um, Tell us a little bit about the Portobello America project. So the Portobello America project began as a, you know, as a project back in 2017, where the, uh, the group decided that they wanted to get back into the United States. As you probably know, we were here in the 90s and early 2000s. And then the economy changed here and it changed in Brazil. And, and so we left, but we, we've always wanted to come back. And, it, and it's been, you know, a goal of, of the group to be back in the United States. So we started studying the market in 2017. And, and we did that with, with a number of consultants, Joe Lundgren being one. And, and we work with Bain Consulting. And, and we decided in 2018 that we would come back and, and we would build a factory. Um, we, we chose the land. The land is in Baxter, Tennessee, which is kind of midway between, let's say, Knoxville and Nashville. It's uh, about 20 miles to the west of Crossville. It's right on I-40. And so we, we purchased the land and we made the announcement again in, in November of 2018. And the idea was and still is to, you know, assemble a, a team, you know, in the United States. So Luis Felipe Brito came up from the Portobello Group and became our president. Uh, Luis has been with the Portobello Group for over 20 years. And then they hired me as the VP of sales. We have Jed Durbin as the VP of manufacturing. 
Um, and we also had a, a VP of operations that was already here, a milker. And then we uh, hired a sales team. And so the idea was to, you know, get the sales team, assemble a product portfolio. That product portfolio was made up of products that we manufacture in Brazil and that we OEM here in the United States. So we have we have both products. Inventory them uh, locally. We have a warehouse in Pompano, Florida, Pompano Beach, Florida, excuse me. And then one in Cookville, Tennessee, near where the factory is being built. And then establish uh, a sales channel with the, the independent distributors. And so over the last two years, you know, we, we've gone out and, and tried to partner with the best distributors. We feel that are the best distributors in the United States. We were supposed to start construction on our factory last year, but COVID obviously changed a lot. Um, but we're lucky we began construction on the factory in at the end of August of this last year. So we're, we're clearing the land right now and we're about to go vertical on the property. How long does it take to build a, manu- a tile manufacturing plant? Yeah, it depends who you talk to, but we're gonna we're gonna put it into into warp speed. But um, we expect to be producing tile to ship in the first quarter of 2023. But we'll have the factory constructed by the end of next year. Very good. Uh, and so until then, you're establishing your distribution channels, and as they're established, you're servicing them with inventory that's brought in from Brazil. Brazil, and again, we also manufacture products made here in the United States, you know, to our specifications, obviously, and our designs. That way, we're, we're already offering a, um, a made-in-the-USA portfolio. Right. Very good. So, Mike, you've got a lot going on with Portobello America right now. What's the, what would you say is the number one strategy for the company in 2022? Service. I mean, that is, that is you know, it, it's... Sales are always important, and sales was the focus, you know, in 2019, 2020, 2021. But service right now is our, and has been for the last several months, our main initiative. And it's, uh, you know, it's a pain point for anybody in the industry, but our focus in 2022 is to be a service leader in the industry. And we're investing heavily in people, logistics and customer service. And we're also really increasing our inventory levels here in the United States to buffer our customers from the supply chain hiccups that are affecting everybody. Interesting. So if I'm an independent distributor, what might I expect from a service level standpoint from Portobello America? Well, what you should expect is you should expect that the products that you're ordering are going to be in stock. Um, And that we obviously delivered in in a reasonable period of time. Um, as we've, we, our sales have increased this year, you know, and, and we've had the same issues that everybody else have had with the, the supply chain interruptions that, that hasn't always gone as smoothly as we wanted to. So, like I said, literally our entire focus in the company has been to put additional people, additional warehouse space, um, and additional systems, you know, to, to address all of those. That's great. So, your history is with independent distribution. It appears Portobello America's kind of focus is to sell through independent distribution. What makes the independent distributor important to you? Why, why, if you're starting from scratch, why choose that channel? Well, we feel like, you know, they, they have traditionally always addressed the market in, in the best way. They, they offer the widest variety of products, widest array of products. There's obviously a lot more of them. So, 
you know, you, you have a couple ways that you can come to market. If, if you come to market and you want to sell a big box, you're probably only going to be able to sell one big box. And so it's better to be a little more diversified. And, you know, that's my history. And, and certainly, you know, that's, that's what I'm comfortable with. One of the things that I think is, there are so many challenges, I guess, that have kind of come out of the pandemic. What do you think the greatest challenge for the industry in 22 is going to be as we're hopefully sort of coming out of the pandemic slash learning to live with it, I guess. Yeah. And who knows if we're really coming out of the pandemic, but what we're certainly feeling is, you know, at least in our industry, the pandemic hasn't hurt us in terms of, um, you know, sales. The, The demand is, is very, very high for our product right now. It's, it's high for our product worldwide. If you talk to any of the manufacturers around the world, they're experiencing record sales as well. So, you know, you, you have the suppliers that are, you know, I won't say sold out, nobody's sold out, but they're, they're certainly at, at capacity. And then you add the, the supply chain issues that exist, the, the freight issues, um, the cost of the freighting. Those are, you know, those have been the biggest challenges so far this year. And there's nothing in the horizon that says that's going to change in 2022. Importing is going to be a, you know, a pain point for everybody. And there, and there's no relief, right? In the past, you know, when there was, you know, let's say the issue with China back in 2018 with the first, the tariffs and then the anti-dumping, you know, you could just move to a different country and, and try to fill the demand there. There, there's no there's no place to turn other than the United States. In fact, uh, you and I, I'm going to put up a little CTDA plug in here. You and I were both just recently on a uh, biweekly CTDA member meetup video call yep. uh, where this was the main topic. And a former CTDA member and past president who's uh, now a port commissioner at the Port of Seattle was kind of our guest and Boy, it was it was concerning, right? What he said, it's going to be until the demand really goes down, we're going to be living with this as a big pain point. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I think that he's doing all he can. He certainly offered up his, his own personal email to help anybody that he could. But what's what's a little frightening is that there really isn't an answer, you know, and, and I don't I don't know that you can address it regionally. I'm not even sure you can address it nationally, although I think we should try. But it, it seems like we're just all waiting for it to go away. And, it, and it's not going to go away. It will maybe eventually go away, but the alternative is also not very appealing. Yeah, that's right. And that's, the, and that's that the demand goes away. That's the only right, way it's right. going to get fixed. And nobody wants that either, right? Yeah, you can only hope that the demand goes away for other products and that for Tyler <laughs> continues to go up. <laughs> so... Um, we've, we've talked quite a bit about that big challenge with freight costs and container availability and whatnot, because it does affect everybody. And it's not just our industry, as you just pointed out. When Portobello America has the plant up and running, do you anticipate it impacting Portobello America less? These issues? Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, then we'll we'll be even more in charge of, of you know, our destiny, let's say. But you know, again, right now, the way that we're dealing with, uh, you know, these issues um, and, and we're having to do it with a, you know, with a group down in Brazil where we're asking them to, you know, produce more of our product, you know, now instead of maybe somebody else's product so that we can bring it into the United States 
and over inventory ourselves. It's it's an investment in the project. It's an investment in the next few years. You wouldn't normally be stocking as much as we're going to be stocking. But again, we feel it's important at least to get to bridge the time between now and when the factory opens in 15 to 16 months. Right. So something that always fascinates me, I obviously come from more of the distribution end. My expertise is more on the distribution side as opposed to the manufacturing side. But something that always interests me is where and how manufacturers, um, sort of especially tile manufacturers, what I'm talking about here, how they figure out what the next trend is from a product development standpoint um, it's so that they can bring the latest and greatest products to market and represent their company so well. Um, are there any sort of new trends that Portobello is kind of tracking to bring to market here in the U.S.? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of trends and they've been identified in, in various articles. But one of the, the, the main trends, at least as far as fashion goes, is large format is probably the most important trend that we feel best suited to address. Our factory in Brazil, we produce large sizes from 24 by 48 up to 36 by 72 and almost everything in between. And then we just added last year the Continua Plus machine. So we're adding slabs as well. But that's that's a trend that we see. I mean, but there are obviously other design trends, but that's the, the main one that we feel best to address. And uh, you must be excited as a as a producer of large format tile to um, see the new changes allowing exterior uh, use of those products in the building codes. Yeah, I think that that's very important. Now the industry has to follow suit with the the proper training, right? And that's that's one of the things that that we will do as a manufacturer is we will work with our distributors. We'll work with the various organizations, NTCA, TCNA, um, TCAA, you know, and, and CTDA for that matter, and work, you know, bring groups into the factory, do training, maybe, you know, do training at the our distributor's location. We want to be very involved in that because, you know, that's the, that's the, really the missing link is there are a lot of good, good contractors who understand how to install large format, but there's a lot more who don't. And we, we think that education really is the is what's going to drive this this trend. And that, you're absolutely right. That's critical. And the installation of that of the large format tile product is you know, it's really important because you only get one chance to to do it right, right? And if you if you do it wrong, you can kind of really hurt the market for those products for a long period of time. That's exactly um, right. something that I don't hear people talk about a lot when they talk about large format tile, and something that CTDA's members are very interested in and have been talking about is um, certainly there are installation challenges, meaning you got to learn how to install it properly. But also there are logistical challenges, meaning you got to learn to pack and ship it properly mm-hmm. and han- handle it properly when unpacking and get, you know, when you're breaking up that container or that box so that the pieces don't break so that they can be used properly on um, to be installed. That's right. Uh, have you have you has Portobello America been thinking about that? You probably have your own methods that you've developed for packing, we shipping, and handling. We do. We're lucky because in Brazil, um, Portobello goes to market. You know, essentially in three different channels. One of them is through the home centers. One of them is through the the projects, commercial specifications. But the other is through our Portobello shops. 
we own and operate and and also uh, franchise uh, about 150 Portobello shops throughout the country of Brazil. And why that's important, because we're selling to the end consumer there. And not only are we selling to the end consumer, but we're delivering the product that they're purchasing from us to their door. And so we're in, in Brazil, they don't buy 12 by 24. They don't really even buy 24 by 24. They're buying 24 by 48, 36 by 36, and 48 by 48. And so we had to figure out how to, um, you know, house that product in our own warehouses and distribution centers, and then get it from our distribution center to their front door. And in a lot of cases, their front door is on the 22nd floor of an apartment building. So we're going to be able to take advantage of that knowledge that we have in Brazil and bring that to the United States so that we can train and help our distributors with that piece. That's great to hear. Thanks, Mike. Let's switch gears for just a minute. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about independent distribution. Um, you've got a lot of experience working with independent distributors, as you mentioned. So I think this is a really challenging time for independent distributors for a lot of reasons, some of which we've talked about today, you know, the immediate business issues about supply chain and whatnot, but also, and, and the things that the pandemic brought but before we had the pandemic, independent distributors were challenged with a number of things that haven't gone away and aren't going away. And so independent distributors need to need to be positioning themselves to continue to deal with those things. That's increased competition, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not just the not just the home centers and the whatnots, the floor and decors, et cetera, but also increased competition with other products. That's right. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, the vinyl tile products, for example, yep. and others. What do you think an independent distributor needs to be focused on right now to position themselves for success in the future? You know, it's an overused word maybe, but differentiation in the value added to their customer. I mean, like you said, there's pressure from competing channels that won't relent. So the distributor must offer products and services that are unique as possible. So the digital space is a prime example. And this hasn't been an area where we've been on the cutting edge as an industry, but it's one way the distributor can truly set themselves apart from the competition. AR and VR, you know, augmented reality and and virtual reality platforms should be explored ASAP. And that's often the future. And that's that that certainly is like science fiction. But, you know, there's real applications in our industry and other, you know, segments or other businesses are already doing this. And so you know, that's that's beyond my pay grade. But there are there are smart people out there who should be exploring that. And then analytics and data analysis, you know, the big data, you know, that's become a real focal point for a lot of businesses to truly understand who the customer is and then have a laser focused marketing effort towards those prospects. I, I think that, you know, you don't need to sell everybody but you do need to sell the people that are most likely to buy your product. And if you know who that is, then you can go after them very, you know, you know, very focused. And then, you know, labor and education, that's going to keep coming up. And I, and I think that the, the country has woken up. I think Mike Rowe does a very good job of, you know, letting us know that there are 10 million open jobs out there that aren't being filled because, you know, there aren't people to, with the skills to take those jobs, whether they're tile installers or plumbers or or that type of thing. And I and I think the word's getting out and and I hope that we continue to 
you know, focus our young people on what the opportunities are, especially in our industry. Yeah, all great pieces of advice and input. So, Mike, you've been, I think you said you've been in the industry for something like 31 years. Yep. I, I asked this question, I think, of every single Because It's Tile podcast guest, and I almost always get the same response, but I'm going to ask you just so that our audience can see if your response is the same. <laughs> what is it that you like best about the industry? Why have you been in this industry for 31 years? Well, obviously, I knew this was coming because I listened to all your podcasts. So, it, And it is. It's you know the, kind of the thing that drives me, which I, I really, truly love, are the people. You know, it, you know, I've been in it for 31 years, so I can call many, many of the people in this industry my friends. And, you know, it's, they're great, great people, all walks of life. I, I really enjoy it. It's, you know, I, I look forward every year to coverings and I, and I love TSP and it's because I get to, to see all of my friends in one place again. Um, but what I also love at this is, is that this is a fashion industry, you know, and that there's limitless opportunities for tile with all the creative people that are selling, specifying and using our product. I can't say that about any other, you know, flooring that that we compete against. There's there's nothing with the possibilities that that tile has. Great point. And so you gave the answer everybody gives and a new one. So I love it. <laughs> you get an A. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, thanks. Uh, first of all, I want to say thanks again for agreeing to be a guest on because it's tile, and um, I really enjoyed having our conversation. I wonder, though, is there, you know, one thing that you'd sort of like the audience to take away from our discussion today, some important message, or maybe it's something that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to share? Yeah, I think I think a couple things. I think it's a unique time in our industry. The independent distributor is facing more challenges than I've ever seen. We feel like that a strong U.S. manufacturer partner is very is a very important strategy for the distributor now more than ever. And we're excited that our customers and our prospects see this advantage, and we look forward to growing with them in the upcoming years. But I'm also very passionate about the need for distributors in the U.S. to network more effectively, and this did come up in our call today, and to leverage their collective knowledge to address these challenges that I mentioned earlier. There's no better way to do that than through the CTDA, and then to join us at Coverings, but maybe more importantly, to come to Total Solutions Plus you know, in the, in the fall, in October, I believe is when it is. There's literally no place better to become educated on the latest products, trends, and technologies than a TSP. And honestly, you might make a relationship that'll transform your business. And, and I'm always surprised because it's such a small investment in time and money that I don't see everybody at the event. And I'm, you know, I, I came away from the event in Jacksonville even more energized about the need for the distributors to join us there because of the unique challenges that, that everybody's facing, man, everybody needs to be together. They really do. And they need to learn from one another. There's a lot of smart people in this industry. And th that's a great message. And of course, I definitely agree with that and believe in it wholeheartedly. Um, but I just want to tell our audience, I did not even ask Mike Ward to tell us that. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, you didn't. I, I've always felt that way. I, I, you know, I think it's a great organization. Well, Mike, thanks again for agreeing to be our guest today. And audience, you've been listening to CTDA's Because It's Tile podcast with our special guest, Mike Ward, VP of Sales for Portobello America. You've just listened to an episode of Because It's Tile podcast. 
Make sure to catch the next episode. Hit subscribe now. Visit ctdahome.org for more information, training materials, and education on the ceramic tile industry. Thank you for listening.